Hello, everybody. We're back, bitches. Welcome back to an episode of Broadly Unfiltered. Where we broads bitch about everything. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's... Been a, it's been a minute. Um, can we just say it's been a summer? It's just been a summer. It's just been a summer. And like, it's like a summer with like a silent fuck on the front of it. Like a fucking summer. It's been a fucking summer, but we're just saying it's been a summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's literally how I feel. Kicked our asses. Like summer's like a swear word right now. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty fuck much. this season. <laughs> Honestly. I mean, like, I'm tired of sweating all the time, like. Yeah. So, like, I'm not a, I know it's crazy because my birthday's in the summer, but, like, I'm not a huge summer person. I don't like being sweaty. I don't like going outside and not being able to breathe because it's too hot and muggy and, like, I hate sweating. And I sweat profusely. Like, I just produce more sweat than most people and, like, I fucking hate it. Uh, we can't go anywhere without Matt looking like his, he just, like, walked through a rainstorm. <laughs> And he was like, what? I'm sweating. I'm like, okay. Okay. It's just, it's funny. Like, but if, if I could Botox every single orifice of my body so that I didn't sweat anymore, I would. But what if it just, okay. What if all of it concentrated into just one area and just poured out of one spot? How funny would that be? Botox everywhere, but you miss the one spot and all the sweat just comes out like. Like you're leaking from breastfeeding. Yeah, or like a shoulder or something. I don't know, wherever. I'm just saying. I've been, li- okay, so I've been listening to Sounds Like a Cult so much. And they were like, they asked these questions. They'll be like, would you do this or this? You know what I mean? Like for the rest of your life or would you do this for like a week? You know what I mean? And it's like based upon the cult, culty you know, thing. And it's just funny. And I'm like, what if you could get Botox every bear except for one place and all of your sweat just gravitated towards that one spot and it was just literally like a spout. That would be very strange. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking, what spot do you leave it? Like, But you don't have the choice. You don't have the choice of where it's going to come out. It's just going to be a random spot on your body. Oh no, man. These are yeah. That's that's hard. That's hard to decide. This is the shit rattling around in my head. Yeah, it's it's a little scary in there. It is. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like it. I have some dark thoughts too. Don't we all? Don't we all? Mine are um. Shades of darkness. Shade, yeah, yeah, shades of darkness. It's not like Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm. It's like, it's more like, I could set somebody on fire and walk away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could do that and be okay with myself. Be like, bye. <laughs> My dark thoughts are thinking about how when I'm sitting on the Smithfield Street Bridge, Waiting for the lights to turn green. What if this bridge collapses right now? Those are my dark thoughts. I legit, every time I drive across the Smithville Street Do you really? I hate getting stopped on bridges. 
I mean, I'm definitely not a fan. Like, and so I go through that, like, what would happen? Like, what would happen? What would I do? Like, then I put my window down a crack. Like, so you have an escape plan. Yes. Yeah. I know. Because they're working on the Smithfield Street Bridge. Oh, okay. So, like. That makes sense. I didn't know if it was just, like, an irrational situation, which it's really not an irrational situation because, I, I mean, hello, we've already had a bridge collapse. Uh, well, I know. It used to be, the Oakmont Bridge used to be the worst. Oh, yeah. Oh, that one was terrifying until they redid it. Yeah. Now it's fine. Now oh, it's fine. but, so we went to the Squirrel Hill had their night market Saturday. And we went to that, and um, I was trying to get Matt to go a different way instead of going, like, through the tunnels. I was like, we can just go through. I said, just get off at Edgewood or whatever, like I'm explaining to him. And I said, but you can't take the bridge. I know it's newly replaced, but it's newly replaced. Like, I want somebody else to fall off of it before, like, we do. And he (laughs) just looked at me like, huh? Oh, fuck. Like, I mean, yeah. He's just... Unfazed. We'll just say that. Unfazed. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of, like, getting stuck in the middle of a bridge. Going over it, fine. But when you stop in traffic and the whole thing is shaking. Oh, yeah. Like, you don't want to feel that. the Mm-mm. fuck out. Like. Like, I shouldn't feel this bouncing. Yeah. That also happens in parking garages. Yeah, that creeps me out. You don't feel it so much when you're in your car, but when you're outside of your car. Yeah. Oh, especially if you're on the top. Oh. Yeah. You're going. This is like Fast and the Furious when they were on top. <laughs> like literally, like these, those are my dark thoughts of like what, like what would happen. Yeah. Oh, jeez. I just. It's dark in here, guys. <laughs> and I don't mean our room. It's been a rough summer. I think it's been a, it's been a year and it's August. But we've been doing this for a year. I know. I'm so excited. Oh, and we have really cool, interesting news. We have been asked to host slash moderate a Boss Babe panel with the Beauty Boost in September, um, which is really freaking awesome. Yeah. Like, did you think a year ago that this that kind of thing would happen? Like, I know it's it's not like... No, but that, but like, that's the dream though. Yeah. I like was, to be involved in something like that. Yeah. Like, and be a part of it because like our voices, like our voices carry conversation. Yes. Like we have the ability to create a conversation. Yeah. When we're talking to people. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the conversations continue when we walk away, but, but we're, I mean, we Talk we all are. you want, bitches. You know exactly who you're getting. Yeah. I feel, okay. I feel that people think I'm much nicer than I actually am. <laughs> and I mean, like this morning, I don't know what I did. I did something. I knocked something over at my desk and then I had my phone in my hand and I was showing Chloe a picture and I dropped my phone, but it was, like, so loud it sounded like it broke, like it knocked over her stuff, but it didn't. And then I did something else. Oh, I threw Post-its to Jenna, but I kind of, like, hit Jenna with the Post-its during our meeting. And we're all on Zoom. And she was like, what the hell? And I was like, I woke up and chose violence today. 
The violent life didn't... Or you didn't choose the violent life. It chose me. It, but people are like, oh, Gabe's so nice. I'm like, no, no, no. I literally just said I would set somebody on fire and walk away. I know, but you're still a nice person. Mm. Maybe not to strangers. I'm nicer to strangers than I am to, like, my family. Okay, but that's different. Some of my friends, sometimes they deserve it. Right. To be fair. Right. (laughs) I mean, like, here's the thing. Like, if you can't be honest with them, then what the fuck are you doing with your life? Yeah. I mean, I do have to say, like, I'm very thankful... That people, but I'm, the perception is that I'm nice. Meanwhile, back in the day, like go back 20 years in 2020 or in 2003, holy fuck, I'm old. Um, I, I do have resting bitch face. Same. And like, I remember I was dating this one guy and it, she ended up, the girl that he was talking to, he went to school with. And she was like, that's your girlfriend? And he was like, yeah. She's like, she looks like a bitch. She ended up being one of my best friends for like 10 years. Mm-hmm. Until she fucked me over. But anyway, I digress. Oh, I mean, I, I think people, so, I definitely have resting bitch face. I don't necessarily mean it. But I've also had situations where really good friends of mine have been terrified of me and they became friends with me because they were terrified because they didn't want me to be like beat them up and I'm like I don't know. This is we're talking high school so like my friend Leah I don't see her all the time like we'll text every once in a while and just like catch up or whatever um but I still love her but in senior year of high school we were in the same study hall and like if you knew me in high school, I kind of just, like, didn't give a fuck about anything. Yeah. Like, literally nothing. I had moved to a new school in 11th grade, so, like, I just didn't give a fuck about anybody. You were like, I just want to get out of here. And, like, I just did my own thing. I didn't listen to, like, teachers. Like, I didn't give a fuck. Um, plus, I was going to Votech half a day, so, like, I really wasn't in school all that much. And so I was like, I get straight A's there. Like, if I get B's here, it's fine. (laughs) Like, it was just, like, not even, but whatever. And so, like, my friend Leah, like, we were in the same study hall. And I feel like if I, like, went up to her to, like, talk to her, she was always afraid of me. And she, like, to this day says that, like, she was terrified of me. And the only reason that she would talk to me was because so that I didn't, like, like beat her up or be oh mean God. to her or whatever and I'm like I just find it so funny like it's just it's funny but yes I also I, I do I I get I get you it. get it yeah. you understand the resting bitch face yeah I don't know I don't even try man it just happens I said this is just my face uh-huh when people ask me what's wrong I'm like this is this is what happens it's just my face And there are times where I'm like, I'm sitting there at my desk and I'm focusing so much and I'm going, I have to tell myself, relax your jaw, you're fine. You know what I mean? Like I have to talk myself into like, you're going to have jowls if you keep clenching your jaw like that. 
Mm-hmm. It's going to, I mean, it's going to be bad. I have the marionettes, like, <laughs> I was literally sitting on our <laughs> weekly meeting today, and I was going like this, and I'm like, they're probably going, because I mean, with my camera on, I'm going, I went like this, and I'm just pulling back the one side, like, oh yeah, that looks better, and I'm like, they're probably all going, what the fuck is wrong with her? I already chose violence, so nobody was questioning me at that point in time. I was like, okay. <laughs> Like, Gabe's lost her mind. Eh, we yeah. all have. I mean, I don't know that it was ever actually found. <laughs> was it actually ever there? Probably not. I mean, sanity is kind of questionable in my face. Sorry, if you hear me rustling around in my purse, I'm looking for a mint. I got really dizzy for a second. I told you, I have a lot of sugar today, and it's crashing. You know how you get, like, jittery? Mm. Yeah. I'm weird. I had a piece of... What do you need? No, I'm fine. It's all good. We're all good. Okay. Well, I had a... No, I had a bag full of um, winter green. Ah! Get up here. Hee-hee! <laughs> Winner. All <laughs> Um, I used to... Those were my favorite mints, and I can't eat them anymore. These are my, like... They calm me down. Like, I get a hot flash, and I'm, I just, I feel myself coming down off the sugar, and it's, like, a creepy feeling right now. Because I got nauseous. I was like, oh, my God, am I going to throw up? But I'm not nauseous. I was like, I don't think I'm going to throw up. This this is literally, as we're sitting here talking, what is going, like, the hamster's running, and, like. Literally, before you came over, Rich asked me what I wanted to eat, and everything made me nauseated. I'm like, I don't want that. And he's like, do you want cereal? And I was like, yeah. He's like, does that not make you not? I'm like, no, it still does. Yeah. I'm like, I feel fine. I'm just oh, a little yeah. like. I, I don't know. I don't know what my deal is with the food. Food's been weird for me recently. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. It's just, food is just weird. I've been trying to like eat more protein and consume more protein and like. Is it grossing you out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I could understand that. I don't... Yeah, look, I just don't have an appetite. And it's not... It's because I don't want any of the food that I always eat. You're bored with it. Yeah. And you're like, ugh. Like, this is just... Yeah, she's snoring. I love it. Um, yeah, it's weird. It's weird, man. We're just kind of fucked up. Yeah. Between the two of us, we have more medical issues than the average human being. Yeah. Definitely. Collins went for her, um, she had her five-year checkup today, which we are obviously past due because she turned five in January. But things kept getting rescheduled and stuff, and they were like, she's fine, whatever. I, driving to work today, I'm going literally gasped like that (laughs) and I went oh my god she's supposed to be at her doctor's appointment right now no it wasn't until 11 and I'm realizing this at like 8 so I call my mother-in-law and I was like oh my gosh what do you have going on today she's like I have a meeting at 6 tonight but I was like Collins has her five-year checkup at 11 can you take her over and she was like yeah that's fine and then she panic called me like as she's on her way and she goes does she need to get her flu shot? 
I was like, I think she's overdue for it. I was like, oh, but I don't want her to be sick because she's like me. I react to every shot I get. Some people don't. And I was like, she usually gets a fever and she starts school. And I'm like, well, it is Monday. And she was like, I mean, I would get it. They didn't even have it yet anyway. Like, you don't want to get it this early because then it's, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I asked Collins on my way and I was like, hey, buddy, how did your doctor's appointment go? She goes, I passed. I passed. I went, okay. That's good. Like, I mean, wait. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Cool. We're going I passed, to Mom. We're going to kindergarten, buddy. Yeah. Which is a completely different situation of panic and oh, yeah. overwhelm. Oh, now it's gas X. Why? I need to burp. Oh. You know how, like, if you can't burp it, like, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm like, I feel fine. I'm just like really weird. I don't know what's wrong with me. Sorry, guys. I'm a, I'm a hot mess express right now. Okay. Oh, I also had four shots of espresso this morning. A shaken espresso, but it was four shots. And I had an iced tea and a Pepsi Zero. And this was my second one. I, I'm caffeine crashing, I think. Caffeine and sugar, yeah. and it's making me sick. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh my goodness. So yeah, Gabe's cracked out. It's cool. It's all good. We're all here. Um, Nicole's very zen today. You are. You're like, I could feel like the. I had therapy today. Mm-hmm. Um, I've been dodging my therapist. Yeah, you sum up. Mm-hmm. I love mine. Oh, I love her. I just don't want to talk. Which is valid. Yeah. I'm like, I know I need to talk. I was literally just going to say, like, anybody out there that's listening to this that is, like, a therapist or a counselor or a psychiatrist, whatever you may be, you're probably thinking to yourself, okay, you need to talk. Like, when you don't want to talk is when you need to talk. Yeah. But, like, sometimes it's hard to get there. Like, it's hard to get there emotionally and then, like, be in that state and have to like process everything that you were emotional about like it takes a lot out of you yeah oh i mm-mm. i don't want to process i don't want to think i don't want to do anything yeah, exactly i just want to be and just pretend that's it i'm like i just want to it was just too much in the last couple of weeks and i don't want to deal with it and i'm just putting that in a little jar and sealing it up for right now and i will address it in september <laughs> September's problem. Yeah. I was like, that is future Gabe's problem, not current me. So yeah. we're not, I'm just not doing it. No, we, um, I've been working on my burnout. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, <laughs> cause that's, a, it's a huge, it's a big, it's, it's a lot for me. Like I don't complete my stress cycles a lot. And so, like, I am just burnt. I'm I'm getting burnt out every single week. And it's just, like, this bad cycle. So, um. It's. So, you've heard of, like, the, like, burnout book? Yeah. I started listening, listening to it on Audible. Yes. So, she came out with the burnout workbook. (gasps) Shut up. Yes. And so. 
She asked me if I'd started writing in it yet. And I was like, no. And she's like, why not? And I'm like, because I was afraid. So here, here's the thing about me that like, I'm going to get really vulnerable right now. I get afraid of everything. I'm afraid to do everything. That may shock people. It is a little shocking, actually. But when I have to do something that, like, that I have to get vulnerable with myself. Yeah. Do you shut down? It's, it's really hard for me. And so having her, that accountability of her being like, just do it. Just do it five minutes a day. Like, it's, like this is your, like, this is for you. It's, she's yeah. like, you're not doing it for me. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it for you. I'm doing it because, like, I, I need to learn. She's like, then do it one page at a time. Just, just yeah. don't put so much pressure on yourself to do it. But, yes, I get scared to do almost everything. I just hide it very well. And so we did, a, we did a page today. And so that made me feel really good. So I think that's why I'm feeling very zen. Oh, good. But anybody out there that's listening, if you're feeling burnout, the book is good. But get the companion workbook. I think we're going to start, we should start a Goodreads page. Like, oh. so that we can add, like, some of our stuff that we've been reading. I actually created one for work. Which is really funny because, like, I had – I sent out a survey for the whole company to submit all of, like, all of their books and things like that because we did something for, like, National Book Day or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know. Read a book. I don't know. It was something. We did something. But we got so many responses, and I was very, like, a lot of the books, people were either – and it seemed like there was a whole huge spectrum, which is actually really cool, and to share all that, but there were a lot of really good, like – motivational self-help like you know what I mean a lot of stuff like and I really enjoyed it and I'm like I think we should do that for us too so yeah you're gonna get that it's gonna happen Mm. oh I'm glad that it's working yeah it's really cool you should you should definitely get it like especially if you you yourself are feeling like burnout Mm -hmm. um and it's funny like the author's like use this as you like do whatever you want to this book. Highlight, doodle, see, like burn it. No, I'm just kidding. Burn it. <laughs> I have a tangent on that. My, I swear to God, everybody I work with thinks I'm fucking crazy. Um, do you remember how last year that there was a trending sound and it was Caroline Forbes from Vampire Diaries and she was saying, "Burn it." Mm-hmm. Like. Did I stutter? Yeah. No. I said, burn it. (laughs) I tried to use that as like something funny in a meeting the other day with my team. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? And I was like, I'm like, y'all are so disappointing when it comes to social media. Like nobody has TikTok. Nobody goes on TikTok. I'm like, like, what do you all do with your lives? Don't you enjoy parasocial relationships? <laughs> but I do. <laughs> no. So, yeah, we'll definitely have to do that because I, I personally have been reading a lot more. Um, I, I keep buying books with the intention of reading it. 
but I have not taken, I haven't been taking that time for myself to do it. And I feel like once Collins goes to school, like I get to take like breaks throughout the day and stuff when I'm working from home Yeah. and I'm going to take 15 minutes, even if it's just like, I'm going to read a chapter or two and sit on the porch, you know what I mean? Or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, cause right now I am reading where the grass is green and the girls are pretty, um, by the same person who wrote the Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. I think it's Lauren, Lauren Weisberg. Um, I think so. I'm probably wrong. But anyway, but that one, it's actually, like, it's good. I like, I need stupid stuff to lose myself in right now mm-hmm. because I feel like reality is too real mm-hmm. and I had to stop listening to some true crime stuff because it was getting too real in there. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I'm trying to keep it like light and bright. Um, I don't know if you've heard of them, but have you heard of like Akatar? A thorn, or a court of thorn and roses, a court of mist and fury. Uh Okay, so my friend started reading these last, I think it was last year or the year before, I can't remember. She was telling me about them, she loved them, and I just, like, didn't read them. Because, like, I wasn't in that headspace. But I've been trying to read more. (laughs) Because, like, spending less time on my phone, on social media, I, I just, like... You get lost and you become like your your mental I don't know how to explain it, but like if you are on social media too much, it like, consumes you. It consumes you and like you're just sitting there scrolling and I'm like, I can't do this anymore. I'm like, this is yeah. pointless. Like, because then I compare myself to everybody and like it's this game and it's not anybody else putting that pressure on myself except for me. Yeah. And like I just, like, have to, like, I had to take a step back because it was another thing in my life that was creating stress. Yeah. Instead of actually, like, enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. Let me tell you what kind of social media you can enjoy. Pinterest. Oh, yeah. I love Pinterest. Fill those boards up with shit you're never going to do, never going to have, whatever. I do love me some Pinterest. I, Pinterest is so underrated. (laughs) This is coming from somebody... Who was in their 40s. I have seen all the shit. I fucking love Pinterest. Yeah. I'm going to create the ultimate home that I'm never going to have. But guess what? I had a hell of a time doing it. <laughs> it was a good time. I just sat there. Oh, saving that. That's going to my living room. You know what I mean? It's that. Have you done? Have you tried Lemonade? It is like Instagram and Pinterest together. And I love it because there are shopping recommendations for certain things. Mm. I'm following like fragrance things because I was trying to find like new stuff. Um, and I love it because it's, it's literally like having Pinterest where you get all these ideas. But it's, it's less influencer-y, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Because I'm like, oh, I like that. I like that. And it's literally the same thing. I'm just saving it. But I don't give a fuck if it's somebody in Mumbai who's telling me that this fragrance is delicious. And I'm like, cool, get me a quart of it. And I just save it for later and I move on. I go back whenever, because Instagram is going to be the death of me. I will lose myself in TikTok because I think people are stupid and I'd love to watch it. But it's, you got to do a digital decox. Decox. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my gosh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Detox. <laughs> 
But, like, I think I was putting a lot of pressure on myself. Yeah. That wasn't necessary. Yeah. For so long, I was, like, trying to grow, trying to grow, trying to grow. And honestly, that, I, I guess I just don't have the, like, I don't have it to grow. When it comes to stuff like that, wanting to grow, what was the purpose of wanting to grow? If that makes sense. I mean, honestly, I don't know anymore. Yeah. Because I'm asking because I felt the same way. I'm like, why am I so worried about if all these people like me? They don't even know me. You know what I'm putting out there. You don't know the real me. And whenever you try to give somebody the real whoever, you know what I mean? I think at times people don't, like, they want the filtered version. And that's probably it. Like, I don't have, I'm not, like, the, yeah, my stuff isn't filtered. Like, yeah. Like, you are real, you are raw, you share, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I think that's why anybody who does listen, like, they understand that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think, I think of a lot of it, like, I was putting a lot of pressure on our, on myself to make my personal Instagram grow so that we could build and grow our broadly unfiltered Instagram. Mm Mm-hmm. But it takes the, like, it takes the fun out of what we're doing. And I think that if we, and this is just, you know, if we put less emphasis on being perfect. Yeah. Yes. That, that is it. Yeah. It's like trying to be perfect for, for who? Right. For not for any reason other than yeah. we're saying like that's my block is like having to be perfect. Yeah. Like that's where my my TikTok I think my TikTok is fucking hilarious. I love your TikTok. Because I because I, I don't feel like I have to be. Mine should be like broadly filtered, Gabby. <laughs> because I literally just like doing the filters that tell me something about myself. Like, I like to be like, oh, okay, what character am I going to be today? You know what I mean? I love to see that kind of stuff. Like, you're not going to get, you're not going to get curated content from me. It's just, that's not who I am. Yeah. I used to, like, I would literally, everybody knows that I'm obsessed with coffee. I would, anytime I went to a coffee shop, I was sharing the shit out of my stuff. And I'm like, fuck does anybody want to see me drinking coffee (laughs) and I made a reel about it this is a year of me drinking coffee how was (laughs) how was it caffeinated it was but that's a thing like nobody gave a fuck yeah and like so I was thinking like you know the the thought of having to have this perfect strategy and everything 
I think that like was really limiting for me. So like I've taken a step back and that's like, I think that's why you think, or I, not think, I think that's why I seem a little bit more zen. Because you're not putting that limitation Because I'm yourself. not putting that limitation on myself. Yeah. And so like working on reading, not consuming social media all day long, every day. Like, yeah, I'll scroll and like I'll go in and I'll like stuff, but like. Not spending three hours in the evening just scrolling and scrolling and closing an app and then opening another one and then closing that one and opening yeah. the other one again. Like, it, it just, like, it was getting to me. Yeah. Some of the best days mentally that I've had recently are whenever I've woken up and I didn't charge my phone and I leave it in the bedroom. And then I don't have to do anything with it. Like, I just leave Mm -hmm. it in there and I forget about it for hours. And I've actually really been enjoying that. And it's not that I... I feel like everybody's trying so hard to be somebody. Yeah, and I think that... I think that also is part of it. Like, I am somebody to somebody. Right. I am a person to people. I don't have to be a person to 200 million people. Right. I don't need brand deals. I don't need any of this stuff. You know what I mean? Because, like, at one point in time, I was like, I should do this and I should do this. And I'm like, why? Get a discount code. Be an ambassador. I like to be an ambassador because you get 20% off most places. (laughs) And it's all, and I only would apply to be an ambassador for, like, products I already use. Yeah. Because I love it. And I and I, I feel like you're in the same spot that I am though with it is like if somebody's gonna follow me, follow us, I want it to be because they got something out of something we shared, something we yes. said, something something that actually sparks something inside of you, whether it be joy or sorrow or whatever, or like you're just like wow, I feel heard or seen or... Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. You know? That that was Humanity. the Humanity. Yes, that was the whole reason we started this podcast. Yes. A year ago. Yeah. And, like, that just has to... Like, that, that has to be, like, our attitude and our, you know... The voice that we portray here has to be portrayed everywhere else, too. Right. If we do it too perfect, it's not it's not it's not us and to be fair you have perfectionist tendencies (laughs) i am a virgo i do as well (laughs) i like things to be neat and tidy in the boxes they belong in is that good for me no not necessarily like you know but like it works in some things like organizing a closet But as far as anything else, like, life is so fucking messy. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you have to embrace the mess. And I know that we talked about it before. And we did do an episode. And I was so worried at that point in time about hurting somebody's feelings. That I was like, I feel really bad. We need to take it down. Fuck that shit. Yeah. That was the whole point of her. That was the whole point. And, like, I thought about it and thought about it. And, obviously, like, 
with everything going on since my brother died and, you know, I have not been in the greatest space to like, you know what I mean? And I'm so, I was so worried about hurting somebody and I, cause I didn't want anybody to feel any hurt because I was hurting and I yeah. couldn't imagine putting that on somebody. And now I'm like, well, if you're listening, you get what you get. I mean, <laughs> like that, that's, yes, that's, that's my point. It's like, you get what you get. Like the whole point was to be unfiltered, unapologetic, unfiltered, genuine, yeah, authentic. You yeah. know what you get? Authentically broad. That's what you get. <laughs> Like, I was so worried about offending people that probably don't give two shits about me instead of being somebody that my daughter could look up to, mm-hmm. which was the whole point, mm-hmm. you know? I know. This was, this is not the, like the purpose of this episode today either. I just love that our conversations go from like eight. Eight feet that way to eight feet that way. Yeah, we're like peanut butter and jelly and then woohoo, solving world hunger. <laughs> oh, by the way, solving world hunger. Let's talk about this real quick. So I'm listening to this podcast, the cult one. Okay. Okay. Sounds like a cult. It's fucking hilarious. You would actually love it. Like, it's oh, like, I love culty things so much. And it's like, does this sound like a cult? Like the cult of Peloton, the cult of Survivor, like, than actual real cults and stuff like, but it's so funny and how like they relate it to everything. It was the cult of Elon Musk was one of them I was listening to. <laughs> and it was, it was an older episode. Cause I always started like where the newest episodes are. And I go back to see like where, like how they started after hearing where they are. I, I don't know why, but I go backwards and they were literally talking and it was whenever he was buying Twitter. So appearance. yeah, what the fuck. Sorry. Whatever. I'm like, I delete. I literally, I deleted my account and I deleted the app. Not because he bought, he changed it to X, but because I was like, I don't use Twitter. Like Twitter, yeah. literally, I don't even check it. Like, anyway, I, sorry. I post on it for work. Not me personally, but like for, for your, yeah, for my job. Yeah. But we're actually like, do we really, is this working for us? Is it more like, do, do we want to go towards more of like a threads type thing? But that's a whole other conversation. But anyway, Elon Musk, he said to somebody like, okay, I bet you can't sir, solve world hunger. And if you can solve world hunger, then put your money where your mouth is. And then you pay for it. Oh, he figured it out and he didn't want to spend the money. Instead, he spent $44 billion or whatever it was to buy fucking Twitter X, Twix whatever you want it to be but I'm like you could literally do so many things and people think he's like this amazing intelligent person no he just knows the right shit to buy he didn't invent Tesla he wasn't in there like making the fucking car and I'm listening to this and I'm going holy shit and I not like I didn't know all this but it just like hit me and I was like that motherfucker I felt like I was done dirty (laughs) but I was like Think of all the shit that you could do with all this goddamn money. And you're like, nope, I want to be able to control what people say. I want to do that. What the fuck? I'm just going to create my own thing and I'm just going to talk shit on you. <laughs> It'll, we're going to call it G. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Ooh, did you see the latest app? It's called G. It's like, G, why the fuck are you here? I don't know. But it, I just found that very interesting. Yeah. Yeah, tangents. That's, I mean, that's a good segue into today's, like, topic. Yeah. 
So, like... Was that your shoulder? That was my shoulder. Thank God. I'm fine. I'm only going to be 43 tomorrow. It's fine. I thought we weren't allowed to talk about your birthday. No, we can say that I'm going to be old. We're just not... We're celebrating nothing, but just knowing another year, another day is good. Okay. okay. But yes, I can say I'm going to be even older tomorrow. That's okay. fine. Okay. And that my shoulder made that noise. I can't wait to hear, to listen to it and be like, oh, that was my shoulder. shoulder. <laughs> my knees sound like Rice Krispies. Wait till you hear those. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Yeah. Gail, Gail was talking about hers today, so. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If my mom ever listened to this. She'd be like, oh, you talk about me all the time. We're like, yeah, I do. You're kind of entertaining. She is. Oh, she's funny as fuck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You should have heard the stuff that she was saying when I told her about that text message. Oh, gosh. I can only imagine. Yeah. But anyways. So, <laughs> like, so today we wanted to talk a little bit about, like, financial insecurity and just, like, how... How it affects all of us, like, all of us in general, like, like, money runs everything. Yes. <laughs> and, like, it's, like, money gets, and people get funny about money. Yes. And, like, I get it, but, like, also... There are things that I've learned about, like, I'm not, okay, like, here's the thing. I'm not an expert by any means. And there are experts out there that oh. I follow that, like, I am an expert at being financially insecure. <laughs> like, this is not about, like, how to be financially secure, no. how to make more money. Like, this is talking about how it affects you. Yes. Whether it's a current situation, a past situation. Anything like that. Yeah. Like, we're a two-income household. Yeah. We're, we do okay. Yeah. Like, we're obviously, like, alive. We have a house. Like, we can afford groceries. Like, we can afford all the things. Yeah. The thing that, like, me and my friend, me and my friend were actually talking about this, like, the other day, like, how is it that, like, we have good jobs and we make a decent living, but we still feel broke all the time? And I get insecure because I'm like, am I not saving enough? Am I not putting enough in my 401k? Am I not, you know, contributing to my IRA? Like, what am I doing that, like, am I doing something different than everybody else my age? Like, None of this should matter to anybody, but, like, these are the things that run through my head. So, considering that my dad is literally retiring at the end of this week, um, he, so, he does have a pension from his job, and then he will get Social Security, and then he has also, my dad is so tight, he squeaks. Like, if his, if you opened his wallet, it would go, and I'm saying that with love because my dad grew up with, you know, five siblings and understood scarcity 
in his mind a little more than probably was realistic because grandma called him out on it. And she was like, Ralphie, you never had to put newspapers in the toes of your shoes. You, you're lying. <laughs> she called his ass out. It was really funny. I did so. And she was like, well, maybe because you were scraping your toes when you were riding your bike. But those, you know, I don't know. It was a big thing. But growing up back in the day, in the town where I grew up, it was you were either a coal miner because it was a coal patch town or you worked in the steel mill, you know, and which I had one grandfather that worked in the steel mill and one that was a coal miner. Um, but it's like that's they grew up with. It was a lot of kids. It was always. And if you think about it, like back, like with our parents and stuff, it was more like everybody had a lot of kids and not a lot of money. And but the cost of living was so much less. Yes, it was. But I also wonder like it was less. And it was different too because the and this bothers me a lot because if you think about it, like you go back, women were expected to stay home and take care of the kids. Fuck you. I love my daughter, but thank God for kindergarten. But at the same time, but anyway. So, you know, men who worked in banks, considered bankers, where they could have been a fucking teller for all we know, their salary could put kids through college. And it was one person working. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. And now, you know, my husband just, thank God, my husband lost his job for a week, got a new job. He has only worked... At three companies, two of them, he was there for almost 12 years, each one. So, and the other one was a part-time job that he worked whenever he was at his other job. So he, you know what I mean? Yeah. He just got a new job. It is, thankfully, a better situation for him. He got more money. But it's like, it just never seems like it's enough even when, Mm -hmm. you know? And I'm Mm -hmm. like... We used to be able to, and it's when we made less money, we still were able to do more. Mm-hmm. Like, every other week, we would go out to dinner as a family. Now, it's like, oh, we, we don't go out to dinner with just the two of us. You know what I mean? Because everything's so fucking expensive, you know? And it just is kind of crazy. And it, th- and that's what, that's what I mean by, like, Like, it's not talked about enough. Like, like, I make more money now than my mom ever made. Yeah. But I was reading an article this week. Whether it was true or not, I don't know. I didn't. Allegedly. Allegedly. It was like an article about how, like, we're living in a silent depression. Yes. And they were comparing like cost of things plus salaries from like during the Great Depression, which mm-hmm. was what, 1930? Yeah, my grandma lived through it. I know that. Same. Yeah. Um same. I don't know, my grandma just turned 86. 
So, whatever. Yeah. That's it. My gram would be... <laughs> she'd be 90 this coming February. Yeah. So, yeah. It's about the same time. Yeah. And so, like... Like, the... If you, if you adjust everything for, like, inflation, the average salary income based off of, like, what it was in 1930s, I don't have actual, actual dollar numbers. Let's just say annual salary was 3000 a year. Okay. Easy number. Allegedly. Allegedly. I feel like we have to say this, that. This is literally, like, me just reading an article and, and just thinking about Think, things. Right. And how, like, 3000 then would equate to, let's just say, 90000 today. Like, that's the average salary income. Okay? The average salary income in the United States is $54,000. Yes. Isn't that fucking disgusting? Right. Because it's, like, the salary... And that's for a household, correct? Yeah. Yeah. For, like, the entire household? Yes. Like... Why are we not adjusting in, in like, inflation? Like, like that, so these are the things that go through my mind. I'm like, okay, like, that tracks, but why aren't we adjusting things? Yeah. So, like, like okay, it's just Rich and I for, for food. Like, it's just, I mean, we don't, we don't have kids. Like, yeah. We, we feed our dog, but she gets a big bag of dog food. It's $40 for, like, two months. Right. You know what I mean? But, like... I have specialty food. Right. Which is I even more expensive. Have, I have to eat. Like the amount of money that we spend on groceries for just the two of us a month is insane. And you probably feel like you don't get anything for that money. You don't get a lot. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I'm not starving here. Like, I'm not complaining about money. It's just like when I start thinking about things and thinking about how like. It's just absurd to you though. You're like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. It's insane. And I'm like. Oh. My dad swears that he's. He was like, they're going to come take the house. Ralph, the house has been paid off for 25 years. (laughs) I mean, like this is, this is the mindset that he's in. Like, it's crazy. And he was like, oh, going to come and take everything. You have no, you have, you have like utilities and you have car insurance and stuff. And I understand. And he was like, he told my mom, oh God, I'm going to go to hell for this. He told my mom that Diet Coke was too expensive. And she, so she was drinking Diet Pepsi because it was a little bit cheaper. Okay. And you have to understand, my mom has been drinking Diet Coke since she came out of the fucking womb. Except for like a brief period where she was drinking Tab. I don't know. I mean, Diet Pepsi is totally different from Diet Coke too. Right. They taste totally different. Totally different. Every sip that she took was like with disdain. Like it was... Like, she was offended by that. And I was like, I looked at my dad and I was like, I will give you the $1.42 difference. My dad is not hurting for money. He's scared. Yeah. He is scared. Yeah. Because he lived in a time 
where you didn't have a lot, you know, where your parents worked their asses off and you had just enough to get by, mm-hmm. you know? And I know like even growing up now, I didn't know it. I always had exact, I had what I needed and a little bit more. I was, was I spoiled? Yeah, a little bit, but I was also an only child for like almost eight years, but it wasn't like I asked for outrageous things or anything like that. It wasn't even like that. It was just like, Hey, if they had a little extra money, we're going to take her somewhere. We're going to do stuff. I, but it also wasn't like now where kids are expected, even as, you know, early as kindergarten. And sadly I'm, I'm the problem. It's me because I've been shopping for school clothes for Collins since May. Picking pieces for her that she would like and her quality things. Even though I did get a lot of stuff secondhand from like Poshmark. But I was like getting her the fancy J. Crew shirts and, you know, the Kate Spade dress. I got it at a super discount. I didn't want her to ever feel less than because I know children are evil and they are taught by their parents of what's important. Yeah. Collins doesn't know. She just knows, hey, I like this dress. It has flowers. You yeah. know what I mean? So she doesn't know, but I'm like, I don't, if I can do anything, because the scarcity, it's not just like, it's. And I think I. So I hear you as somebody who grew up not having a lot like I didn't have okay we didn't ever feel like we were poor yeah that makes sense I never did yeah but I also knew we didn't have money. Yeah. Was that because I was like hyper aware of everything? Because that's just who I am as a human being. Like. There were some rough years there for, you know. Yeah. My family, not to air out our laundry, but like. When my mom and my dad got divorced, like there was a lot going on. Like. Right. You know, it just, it puts strain and like. My mom was a school teacher. School teachers don't make that much money. You know what I mean? And like, yeah. it's just like there was a lot that had happened. And I knew that we didn't have money. Yeah. Did I ever feel less than because we didn't have money? No. And like, I, as a kid, I was still like, I don't give a shit. Like, I'm not going to, like the bullies, I'm not going to deal with your bullshit. Like, was I bullied all the time? Yes. But like, I was also like, I don't care. Like, yeah. Like my kid is happy. With this, swear to God, so happy. She First of all, she loves hand-me-downs. Especially when they come from somebody that she loves. Oh. So she got, um, where she dances, the, um, who owns the studio, her daughter, um, like they went through all of her stuff and they were handing stuff down to Collins. And it's like everybody in the dance family, you yeah. know what I mean? So, you know, um. She was like, oh, I know Collins needs some shorts because she got so tall that she's growing out of her shorts and stuff. So she gave her a bunch of stuff. And once Collins knew who it was coming from. It was that much more special. Oh, she was like, 
I love these. She, and that's like, she's not like that. Um, my mom always made it. She was like, we don't have a lot, but whenever you go out in public, not that you need to look like you do, but you have to be clean. You have to be, you know what I mean? She was always just afraid of us. Like it was called being a ragamuffin, you know, or a gypsy. Oh my God. Gail said gypsy all the time. Oh, they're going to think we're a bunch of gypsies. I'm pretty sure she said it like two weekends ago. <laughs> pretty sure. And because that's, that's like an insult. Because yeah. back then in her day, that would have been an ins- insult. You know what yeah. I mean? And I think I'm just like, I, I, I mean, I was a single mom. Mm-hmm. I just made sure, like, I, as long as he didn't have holes in his clothes... Unless he put them there because he liked to slide on his knees everywhere he went. He'd be oh like, he'd run and slide. I'm like, you can't do it on blacktop. Like, it's, we don't do that. And it, yeah, this happened a lot. I bought a lot of jeans. Like, Bailey never cared. Yeah. And, and I, think that's what I'm, I think that's what I'm trying. Like, it, it did teach me how, like, the value of a dollar. Yes. I always knew payday was like... It's very important to understand what payday was because that's paid your bills. Like, yes. we have to wait until payday Yeah. if we're going to do something, but we'll see, yeah. you know? But I also, like, because we didn't have a lot when I was a kid, I am constantly... Like, I don't... How do I say this? I want to afford the things that I can, like, I want to get the things that I can afford. And, like, you want to enjoy being able to do that for yourself. Yes. Yes. And, like, okay, I'm talking from a lot of privilege here. Like, this is is me recognizing that, like, what I'm saying is really privileged. And. But it's honest. It's fair. But it's, but I've worked my ass off. Yes. Like, I have busted my ass to get where I am today. Yeah. Like. And that's the thing, like, you have worked so hard, and there's nothing wrong with celebrating and enjoying your things. And you are not, you are not in any way, shape, or form, like, a braggy, show-off type person. No. Not at all. Like, there, there is none of that in you. Am I a bougie-ass bitch? You, you're damn sure I oh, am. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm bougie on a budget. I'm yes. like, I want that. How am I going to make this work? I will find a coupon code. I will find gift cards that I, you know, but I, after pay was the best thing that ever happened to me. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I was like, Hey, Klarna sponsor me, you know, like, yeah. but yeah, I mean, and if there's something that I want, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I want to make it so that it's good on my family. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah. Fucking afterpay. Best thing ever. Yeah. But, like, like financial insecurity, like, is something that's real. And I think, like, the reason I wanted to talk about it today, just because, like, I do get insecure about it. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you best believe we know how to find a deal. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite thing is, like, seeing how much I can get something off. Yes. Like, okay, so, <laughs> Old Navy, fast fashion, whatever whatever it may be, I do like getting clothing, 
that I know may not last me forever, but it will serve me in this season of my life. Right. But I don't want to pay a lot for it. Right. Because I know it's not going to last forever. I'm the queen of going into Old Navy and digging through all of their clearance racks. <gasps> and finding the best and deals. And finding something for ni- 97 cents. Like, oh, yeah. Like, legitimately, I bought a jacket for 97 cents last year. I, I, that's my favorite thing, especially at the outlets. If you oh, look yeah. through, that's some good pickings there. Yeah. Yeah. I, I love that. I love it. So, I would enjoy thrifting. I'm a little creeped out by it sometimes. I do yeah. like thrifting. I'm not against it. I have to be, like, in the right headspace to go. But I have found some really good things. And you just have to be, like, I'm mindful about, like, I'm not going to buy it just because it's a dollar. Even though I do get dollar disease every once in a while. Like, it'll catch up with me. It's like a, <laughs> it's a virus, if you will. It was um, a dollar. My mom also gets the virus every once in a while. It's three dollars. I bought four of them. Like, and Matt knows that's going to happen. Because he'll be like, oh, we got four of them, did we? I'm like, they were a dollar. He goes, oh, they were a dollar. <laughs> but it, you know what I mean? And it's like, I think from knowing, and it, it wasn't until I was really in like junior high that I realized that we, we didn't have a lot of money to buy extra stuff to be like extra fancy or anything like that. And I mean, Hills was my favorite place to go. And everybody shopped at Hills. Ames. Oh, I just, but the whole thing was like, you can have something that costs $5 and make it look like it costs $500. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I know how to polish a turd. I, but <laughs> <laughs> you do. No. Um, but yeah, like I think it's, it's just important to talk about like just in general, like everyday life. Cause I think I get the most insecure because I'm like, well, am I not investing right? Am I, do, do I not invest enough money? Am I not like, you know, I try, I try to budget and like, I'm not good at it. Like, I'm just not good at, but like, I'm just not like, I'm good at like, I know how much money I have, but then sometimes I'm like, wait, did I spend too much money? Like, it's just one of those things where, like, I, I want to be better. And, like, this is very vulnerable. Like, me saying that I'm not good at budgeting is, like, very hard for me. And that's why, like, I get insecure. But I also, like, enjoy shopping. It's a dopamine hit. It's a good, it, yeah. Yeah, it's. I'm a fan of retail therapy. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. The way that I've been feeling and not having a lot of money. Thank God for afterpay for things that I really want. Because I'm like, because I'm just, you know what I mean? And then, you know, getting clothes that fit me or whatever. That's what's been. What are you looking for? My phone. Oh. I don't know. 
And I'm listening. I like how I'm like, I'm looking for it, like as if I have a clue of where it might be. Um, but I'm just like, ma- now the problem comes in where I am very good at budgeting. I will only, bu- like if I have X amount of dollars, I will stay within that. And I know, okay, I get paid this day. This will get paid. We're good. I know when it's coming. Matt, in his head, goes, oh, well, she's still going to the grocery store. That means we're good. And just assumes that because literally, and thank the Lord for him, I leave in his bank account what he can have. I take everything else because he he's, do what you got to do because I handle the stuff. Yeah. And he knows. He goes, I'm terrible at it, and if it's there, I'm going to spend it. And he's gotten much better. But he also knows, like, I can pull 20 bucks out of my asshole if I have to. Like, I'll figure it out. Mm -hmm. If it means I sell, like, a liver or something, like, you know, I always make it work. And there are times where I get to the point where I'm tired of being the one who makes it work just because I can. You know what I mean? And I told him, I was like, you just expect me to always have the answers. To always just be like, um, you know, like, oh, it's okay because she's going to figure it out. I said... Just so you know, I'm tired of figuring it the fuck out. Mm-hmm. I said, so you need to be a little bit more mindful of what you're doing, what you're spending. And if I'm telling you I literally have nothing, that means that I have like an extra enough to get us through in an emergency. But other than that, no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so that's like, we have a lot of come to Jesus on that. Because when we first started dating, his mom was still on his bank account. <laughs> Mom was still in his bank account. 26 years old, still in his bank account. I had my own shit at 18. I mean, I also had different circumstances. Yeah. But that's just how it is. And I was like, I'm not your mama. You, you have, do you want to hear the most absurd thing I've ever heard? Mm-hmm. Somebody actually said this to my, to my dad. My wife couldn't balance her checkbook because people, like, when my brother died, people were, like, give you money to help pay for stuff or whatever. My wife couldn't balance her checkbook because you guys never cashed that check. You can't go, hey, there's an outstanding check for $50. Are you fucking kidding? Yeah. Gail was going off on that. Nobody, nobody will ever listen to this that I'm talking about anyway. But I just went, I was like... Who still fucking balances a checkbook? Do you not look at online banking and go... My mom. Does she? I'm... I bet you my aunt does too. Her sister. So, okay, here... It's probably an... It's... It's an... It's... It's a... It's a thing. So, my grandma stayed home. They had four kids. Yeah. Two boys, two girls. My grandma stayed home. Was a homemaker. Raised the kids. Did everything at home. Waited on my grandfather hand and foot, like. There's some, there's a connection there about me not, like, me being very independent. And not, yeah. (laughs) I loved, my grandparents were the most amazing people. I still have one grandma alive who's just as amazing. But, like, I, like, look, I, I look at things and I'm like, that will not be me. Yes. Like that one, I, 
she is one of my heroes. Like, that woman was, she was Superman. Yeah. And I said, Superwoman. She was Superwoman. Yeah. She did everything. And, um, but she was very religious about their finances and their checkbooks and all that. Like, yeah, they were very, very diligent. And I wish I, I wish I would have had her teach me more. Like, yeah, on a regular basis because she was so good and like, because it was my grandfather they had four kids. It was, they had one income. Yeah. Thankfully, they had a duplex where the the bottom apartment, they had rent, they would rent out and yeah. the income from that would help pay for stuff. But like, that's still like, it, it's a struggle. It is. Like, my mom has always said, your dad and I always had to rob Peter to pay Paul. Until Paul came knocking, or until Peter came knocking at the door. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it was always something, something like that. I don't know. Yeah, that, that's, I've heard that, yes. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, but I'm tired of doing that. And it's not for, like, I am a saver. I can't save whenever somebody else isn't on that same page. Now, he is getting that way. Now that, you know, I mean, and... I'm going to be honest, to be fair, for the last year and a half when he was at his old company, oh, this whole year he figured it out. He only had six full weeks of work up until he lost his job, what, a month ago or so. Six full weeks of work. He doesn't get paid when they have rain days or anything like that. So you're, you only had six weeks from January until like say July. January to July, six weeks with 40 hours. That's it, only six weeks. So think about what that does when before he used to work at least 40 hours or Plus more. over time, yeah. Like in that year and a half, we lost at least, and that's with me getting a new job and having a salary increase, we lost at least $20,000. That's a huge chunk. You know what I mean? Yeah. And trying to figure out how to balance all that. And it's like, we're, you know, I said, as we get everything caught up, because literally that one week that he was not employed, that one week, just kind of like, it set us back a week. And I said, once we get everything caught up, I was like, anything over this amount that you make is going into the savings account. Yeah. And he was like, no, I agree. That's what we should do. Yeah. Honestly, like, Rich has been really, really, like, really, really good lately, like, helping manage our money. Like, so, we still have our own bank accounts. Our paychecks go into there, and then we have a joint account. Yeah. I don't feel like it's necessary to get rid of my personal account. I'm one of those, but I'm one of, like, honestly, like, I don't feel like it's necessary. Mm-hmm. And people are like, but why? And I'm like, we have a joint account. Like, everything gets paid through the joint account. Yeah. And then whatever's left is our money. I have two personal accounts. One is my main account. The second is my, that was where I would put my extra 
Like, think of it if you are a PNC customer. At one point in time, it was like you're checking your whatever that secondary one and then your reserve or something like checking that. Checking savings reserve. Yeah. So I have the one that I usually pay everything out of. The other one that is, that's like extra money. So if I need it, it's flexible. And then I have a savings account. I also have a joint account with Matt, and I also have a joint account with Bailey. <laughs> so I do that. That's protection. That's yeah. to make sure I'm covered. Everybody else is covered. This is for whenever we have an emergency, and then I help handle the other two. Now, Bailey's very good with his money. Yeah. And Matt's, like, in remedial banking. <laughs> like, he's, he's so much better he used to just swipe his card until it declined. Stop. I was not on that account. I was not on that account. I was like, you fucked up once. I'm done. Like, you over... You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but he's gotten so much better. But it's something like... I, I was, like, so pissed. I was like, do you realize we used to do so much more stuff and we make more money now? Mm-hmm. Like, what we make now, I would have dreamed about us making yeah like I'm actually like I can't you know what I mean and I'm just like but how do we not and it's not like it's not like I'm buying all kinds of flashy shit no I I know I've had this dress for five years I'll wear the fuck out of it it's from Old Navy <laughs> sponsor me no but like I applied to be an ambassador for them they denied me <gasps> anyway that's besides the point but like rude anyway rude <laughs> But, like, truthfully, like, that's, that is the thing, though. It's just, like, it's, like, it, and I'm not saying that, like, I can't learn any of this stuff. Like, yeah. my, my one friend is really, really good with money. Like, her mom was really good with money, and her mom taught her. And, like... I'm not saying that my mom didn't try to teach us. Yeah. But I was, like, I didn't, I wasn't able to, like, take it, like, like, I mentally wasn't able to receive that from her. I don't, like, I don't know why. Like, did she teach us how to find a bargain? She absolutely did. Yeah. Like, did she teach us not to pay for things full price? Absolutely. Ma, yeah, same. Like, like, li- like there, there are things that she taught us when it came to buying stuff. Yeah. Like, don't you dare pay full price for that. Don't you dare. Oh, yeah. Like, and, and I... Oh, it'll tr- go on sale soon. True. Like, we know when it happens. Yeah. Yeah. And so, there are very little things that I pay full price for. Um... But I just, like, I still, like, I wish I was better at the budgeting. And, like, I put money in my savings every paycheck. Like, I, it just, like, automatically happens. Yeah. But then I end up pulling from it. I know. I do the same thing. And I'm like, how did I do this to myself? I used to get upset, like, when my secondary account... Like, I'm not even talking about my savings. I would get pissed whenever my secondary account would go below a thousand. Yeah. Because I would save that. And I was really good at, like, and if I took anything out of it, 
as soon as I got paid or whatever, I put it back because I always wanted it there. And then it just kept taking hit after hit. It's like we had so many things happen all at once. And it, it just like, it, it's just kind of crazy to think, you know, think about. And I'm, I think that Bailey growing up with me and knowing like early on what it takes to pay for things, you know what I mean? Like mommy has to work to pay for this, this, and this, you know, if you want this, then I have to work X amount of hours. So I was very like transparent with him with stuff. Did he go without? No. Um, but at the same time, like they're not teaching and like there needs to be stuff in school because they're teaching you like all the other stuff. And you know, we used to have home ec where they taught you to cook. Well, fuck, watch YouTube and you can learn how to cook there. <laughs> you need to learn, you know what you need to know? You need to know how to sew a fucking button. Because if, or, you know, like if you split your damn pants, you can't always afford to go out and buy a new one or something like right then. Like fix your shit. Because if you think about it. I do not have any of those skills. Back in the day, you didn't just toss it. You fixed that shit. You figured out how to do it. I will sew the fuck out of anything. Like it won't look great. But I can do it. <laughs> but you know what I mean? And stuff like that. Like socks. No. I will buy new socks. I'm sorry. Socks and underwear. I will buy new ones. But I will fix a hole in, you know, in the knee of a jean or something like that. And now it's just like kids are like, well, I can always buy a new one. Because we've, and this sounds really shitty, but we as adults have allowed them to get to that point where they just assume that everything will be replaced and not everything is replaceable. Mm-hmm. And so, like, that feeds into that because we don't want to let them know if we're stressed about money. Yeah. And sometimes you have to just be like, you can't have everything you want all the time. Because Collins, like, the other day, she was like, I want to go to the mall and then we can go to the movies and then you can take me to the pool. Bitch, where's your card? <laughs> where's your money? <laughs> what do we do? How are we getting there? I cleaned her room the other day. I found $5 in change in her room. I'm like, oh, okay, well, this broad can take me for ice cream, you know. But it's just like they don't understand it. They don't get, like, and that's not being instilled early on in school. You know what I mean? And I wish more people would take advantage of the fact and, like, this is going on a whole other thing. But, like, you went to Votech. You learned skills there. Mm-hmm. People don't value that shit. Who's going to fix your car? Who's going to cut your hair? Oh, yeah. Who's no. going to repair your fucking electrical? I think Votech is some of the best. Like, if you think, if you think about it, those are, the, those are the careers that are dwindling. Yes. Because nobody wants to do that anymore because we have, it has been instilled with us. If we don't go to college, we don't mean anything. Yeah. Which isn't isn't the truth like it's not no did I go to college do I have a graduate degree yes I do but that's because I wanted it right and I knew what I wanted and like did I learn a skill yes I did do I still use that today yes but I don't make money from it you know like it put me through college it allowed me to work full-time and support myself and you know like for a very long time because I knew I needed a job. Like, my parents couldn't pay for my college. So, like, I knew I needed to work. Right. They couldn't pay for my phone. They couldn't pay for my car. They couldn't pay for my insurance. Like, I knew all those things. And so, like, I worked for it. 
But I don't think I ever was fully confident in, mo- in like, managing my money. Yeah. And so, like... Because at that point, was it was a means to an end. Yeah. I'm working to be able to survive. Yeah. And so when you are like that, and, and but or you get to that point where you have extra, well, fuck, I got extra. I'm not just surviving. I'm living. Yes. And, and that is the one thing that, like, I also, so I feed into this, though. Like, my sister's kids, if they ask me for something, nine out of ten, ten, ten times, I get it for them. Yeah. And that's me spoiling the shit out of them. Should I do it? Probably not. But I want to because I have the ability to. Right. My sister does the same thing for Collins. Mm-hmm. I told you, she just bought her shoes. <laughs> Did she need those shoes? She was going to get shoes for school regardless. Did she need, you know what I mean? I mean, I fucking ordered her. She has two pairs of Crocs just because she said she wanted Crocs. So, you know what I mean? I'm just as bad. But it's the same thing. Like, if my nephew wanted something... You know, I mean, he's two and a half. It's whatever. But if he was like, yeah, Gabe, can I have that? I'd be like, that's right, motherfucker, you on it. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, because when you can, you do. Yeah. And it's I know. like, because, and you also, it's not only is it you're doing something to make them happy, you are so happy that you can do it. Yes. And I think that's like, I am so happy that I have the ability to give them what they want. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this is really bad. But, Around Christmas time, like, so I always try to take the, the week off between Christmas and New Year's just because it's, it's quiet at work. All my developers get furloughed. I like, think I might actually save some. Like, yeah, it, it's just a nice time to have off and just like reset at the end of the year. But like during that week, like I'll go hang out with the kids. I'll take the kids, you know, like I'll take them wherever they want to go. Yeah. And last year after Christmas, after I'd already bought them stuff for Christmas. We went to the mall. They I'm like, each, I know where this is going. They each got a pair of Crocs. Like, I, I think we went to build them. I don't even know what we did that day, but I was just, like, so happy. Like, it, I don't know what it is about Christmas. It's that, like, time of year where I'm just, like, I'm going to give everybody. And you get a car. And you yes. Get a car. You feel like Oprah. Yes, honestly. <laughs> like, I just love giving gifts and, like, buying the kids stuff makes me happy. Yeah. And my sisters you also are, like. like Doing stuff with them. I do, yeah. Like, yeah. last week, well, not like this past week, the weekend before, um, my sister Kara came home for Luca's first birthday. And um, on Saturday was Luca's party. And then we, and Rich was gone camping with his friends. So, like, it was just me and her. So, we had the kids sleep over. We had, like, a little slumber party. Oh, I love that. And it was so fun. Um, but the next day we went to, uh, what's it called? The trampoline park. Sky Zone. Sky Zone, right over here in Cannonsburg. Um, I don't even know. If, is it considered Cannonsburg? It's like right across. It's Bridgeville. It's literally just like. It's right there. Yeah, I yeah. pass it coming here. Um, and so we went. And me and Kara were not going to jump. We were, I was truly just going to pay for them and watch them jump around. And then we're like, well, are you guys going to jump? And me and Kara looked at each other like, I guess so. (laughs) I fucking love Sky Zone. (laughs) But like, (laughs) but like, those are the things like, I didn't mind 
spending the money, like, because I knew that's what they wanted to do. They wanted yeah. us to jump around and play with them and stuff. But then we went to Five Below. <laughs> yeah. That's all you have to say. Yeah. We went to Five Below. <laughs> dot, yeah, dot, dot, like, dot. <laughs> and it was funny, because, like, Mason just loves getting new stuff. Mason... Mason and I are very much alike of, like, we just like new things. We just well, like getting new things. I leave tags on my clothes just because, like, it's like getting something new. It's like, oh, the tags are still on and it's new. So Matt will, he'll see. And Matt does not care. And I realized, so I was looking for something to wear the other day, and I was like, I think I have this dress in black. I'm pretty sure I bought this dress in black. Cannot fucking find it. The tags are still on it, I can guarantee, because the blue one that I have still had the tags on it. And I'm like, I'm going to have to look up on my old, like, on my old Navy orders from last summer and see if it's still (laughs) on there. Because that's how bad it is. Yeah. But, like, if I, I also like to see the deals that I get on stuff. Like, if I haven't worn it yet, I'm like how cute this is cut for 495 yeah. Look at that. yeah you know but like and then i kind of keep those as my prized possessions with you know what i mean like oh, look at that tags are still on it but then i feel like there's something new mm-hmm. you know and i haven't worn that so it's like oh, i i love the new even yeah. if it's old yeah but it's new but it was just funny because he like i do have the ability to say no to them i know but i just like i, I don't know why like I'm but just if bad you don't at have it. To, then, huh? If you don't have to, you know what I mean. There gets to a point where you can tell if it's like too much, and they're they're getting greedy. Yeah, like you you know whenever that happens. Yeah. Um. But. But like, so there's a girl on TikTok. Um, Isn't it crazy? That she her what is her name? She's the financial feminist. First of all, she's hilarious. Um, oh no, that's not, no, that's not her name. Her handle on TikTok is her first 100K. Yes. And like, so one, it's hilarious because she loves when her podcast beats out David Ramsey. I hate him. Yes. Uh, she and does I'm not too. saying allegedly I hate him. Like, if y'all, like, listen to him and his advice and wh- like, whatever. Like, live your life. Whatever. Yeah. But she wrote a book called The Financial Feminist. That's why it made me, like, it's just financial, not the, fin- it, it's yeah. financial feminist. And, like, she's helping so many people, like, overcome these financial, like, literacy. Like, it, it really is... Yeah. So it's on my list of things that I want to read next because. Because you want to get, you want to improve a skill. Yes. Yes. And like, it's just like really cool to like learn little bits and pieces of stuff. Yeah. Um, Because they, you literally don't get taught enough. Like you're literally just learning as you go. And if you didn't have somebody that taught you all the ins and outs, like. Like, my my grandfather, my my only living grandmother's husband passed a couple years ago. 
And, like, he was really good with the stock market. Like, really good with their money. They have a financial, like, planner. Like, he was just very diligent about that. And, like, my grandma still keeps it up today. And, like, she's not a multi-millionaire. Like, I I don't think she's a millionaire. Like, but but she's she's well off. Yeah. Has enough money to do what she wants. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like... She has what she needs, and she has the ability to buy what she needs. Yeah. And, like, I, like, I'm like, I wish I, again, I wish I would have learned from him. Because he was a school teacher. He didn't make a ton of money. No, like, but he was just very smart with it. He was very smart with his money. Yeah. Very smart with his money. My, so we don't actually know how much money my dad has. We don't know. Not even your, not even Gail. No. They have a joint account, I believe, still. My mom has one, and then my dad has other accounts. And then my dad's, so he's been with his company now for 25 or 26 years. I forget. His previous company he was with for 18 years. So he had his 401k and investments there, and he rolled over and reinvested. So I don't know how those have played out, but so he has that. At one point in time, there were some shenanigans that happened. My dad was in an accident. He was... Regardless to say, Ralph got scared thinking everybody's going to take his money even though it had nothing to do with him. So he, like, closed all of his bank accounts and put it in a cashier's check, which is the dumbest fucking thing. Anyway, my mom's like... She looked at his bank statement the one time. Oh, he was in, when he was in an accident, she got his bank statement. And she goes, you see how much money your dad's got in there? I didn't know he had this fucking money. So we don't know. Ralph could be like a... <laughs> he could be. We have no idea. We have no idea. And meanwhile, he'll be like, I don't, oh, I'm going to have to get another job. I'm like, it's, but it's just, that's how he was raised, mm-hmm. is to be prepared. And my dad, he's he's the oldest son. My dad also, I think he had that mindset, and he still does, that he has to be there to take care of everybody else. And like, if somebody needs something, you know what I mean? And like, have my parents helped me out? Absolutely. Like, most recently with, you know, Matt losing his job, they were mm-hmm. like, we got you. Yeah. We'll help you out. Whatever. And I'm like, but I'm paying you back. And they're like, we know. It's fine. Like, you know what I mean? My dad is also a big weirdo. If you ask for $20, you should have planned for that. <laughs> $20. You should always have an extra 20 Okay. $2,000, well, that's unexpected. That's, you wouldn't have known. <laughs> Happily, we'll hand it over. $20, he will rake you over the coals for $20. Oh, my God. You would think, you would think you asked him for $2,000 and you asked him for a 20 Like, Dad, I just need to buy a roll of toilet paper. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you keep an extra 20 in your car or something like that? Like, that's, that's how he thinks because that's what he does. That's hilarious. But, yes. He would rather you, because you couldn't plan for that $20, like, understanding that you might not have an extra, like, two, $3,000 is understandable. Not having an extra $20 is beyond him for not having an extra $20. It is the funniest, you should at least have that much change in the center console of your car. This is how Ralph thinks. This is also why Ralph is probably a secret billionaire, and we don't know. Yeah. I'm telling you, the house has been paid off for 25 years. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what happens there. I don't know. I told him. I, he had. Be like, can you please teach me the magic? 
and like the magic is making my mom switch to diaper. <laughs> my poor mom. I'm like, and I didn't even think about it because her. So August 10th was my mom's birthday. My brother's birthday is the 20th. Mine's the 29th. And I did not think like, oh shit, because we went back for my brother's birthday last weekend, and I didn't think like I need to go get diet coke. <laughs> I'm just going to buy her, like, I'm going to go to Sam's Club and buy her a fucking case. No, it has to be bottles. It can't be cans. Hates cans. Only likes bottles. Oh, my God. That's so funny. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, this was a really productive conversation. I know it's not educational by any means, but it's just, like, normalizing talking about things that you're normally uncomfortable talking about. Yeah. Because, like... It is normal to have these questions. Like, yeah. It's also, it's good to feel, com- like, to be comfortable with saying, oh, I'm poor. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I say that I'm poor. I'm like, no, I'm not destitute. But am I lacking funds to go buy a new <laughs> pair of shoes? I mean, yeah. Does, can I buy my new, my kid new pair of shoes? Yes. But for me, you know what I mean. But <laughs> it's to. <laughs> It's to get you comfortable with speaking honestly about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, am I less than right now? I don't have as much as I would like. But owning that. But yeah, I'll just be like, no, I'm broke. I'm P.O. I'm PO. Because I can't afford the other O and the R. Like, that's where I come in. It's funny. Like, the one time, the one time I was, like, trying not to spend money. I forget when this was. It was probably at the beginning of summer. Or, I don't know. But I was... The kids asked for something, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm yawning, sorry. They asked for something, and I was like, no, I don't got no money. I'm broke. (laughs) And I kept saying it. Just, one, to be funny, and two, like, Emma keeps, like, will continue to bring it up. Like, not all the time, but she'll be like, I thought you were broke. (laughs) And you're like, let it go, kid. Let it go. Like, that was months ago. And it's just funny, like. Be like, and that was for a moment, okay? It's for a hot second. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's, I think it was a very good conversation. And I'm glad that we talked about it, too. Because mm-hmm. clear, I mean, clearly we can. We can talk about literally anything. For fucking hours, yeah. For hours. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, I mean, that's why we have a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and we're fucking hilarious. I mean, that too. So, well, we are signing off. If you need us, you know where to get us. You know where to get us. We will share info on Instagram. We'll give our Instagram some love once we are officially out there with having our with um, hosting the Boss Babe panel. So we're super excited for that. It's gonna be fun. I might pee myself. I don't know. I'm, I'm just like, I'm getting nervous now. <laughs> I love it. I'm excited. But yeah, so uh, we'll catch you on the next one. Bye. Bye.